Welcome to All Road 65 Max Radio, where the road ahead gets brighter as we journey toward truth, traveling through our dreams and inspiration into a new reality. It's time, and your ticket is waiting. All aboard All Roads Lead 65 Max with Pamela Henderson. Greetings. Thank you for joining me on BBS Radio, All Road 65 Max, with your host, Pamela L. Henderson. My focus is my mission statement, to help create a quality of life through social growth, inspiring jewels to become leaders by establishing partnerships with corporations, school district, nonprofits, judicial system donors, sponsors, volunteers, and the community and abroad. I want to welcome Mr. Dane Stevens. Hi, Pamela. Thanks for having me. Hi. Mr. Dane Stevens, who is an author, speaker, facilitator, and developer of the Neuro Trauma Healing Process, NTHP, and Soul Recognition Process, techniques that were developed out of sheer necessity that not only permanently resolve past trauma and limiting beliefs, but simultaneously opens the door to higher consciousness. After his experience with a therapist, Dane went on a mad search to try and figure out what the hell happened to him and how to get his life back. He lived in his car when he had one and ended up sleeping on the beach or going back to sleep in the houses he was working on after the crew had left, working to try and stay afloat in the daytime and trying to get answers from books, counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists, coaches, and gurus, courses, anyone and anything he thought might help him in the evening, looking for anything that might stop this internal energy that continued to run and ruin his life. Dane, when I had read your story, it truly resonated with me. My journey had led me down in 2010, a road of obstacles and challenges. Sometimes I thought I was dreaming. (laughs) However, (laughs) the reality, the internal energy that was Trying to destroy me was horrific. I was saving a child's life who is my grandson. He was suffering mentally, physically, and emotionally in the care of his caretakers. And I refused to allow his life to be covered in darkness. And during this time, I was on my own journey professionally when I had networked with some not-so-good people. And I found myself fighting to save my grandson's life and my life, too. I was put into a financial hardship, and I had eaten bread and water for over a year. I was abandoned by my closest friends and family. The lies people said about me being homeless, I lost my home, my company went under. I felt I had to protect my company and my family, my husband at the same time. He was the only one that was working on the outside. So I had us to separate because honestly, I was not sure how I was going to overcome this bad energy. 
he was working in San Francisco and trusting was a big part of the stagnation on my journey. I had gotten better over time. However, how can I let go of the past trauma that some way, in some ways is still in the front of me, even though I am stronger and I am no longer feeling fear? Yeah, and, and that's the whole thing with trauma is it's, uh, now I was going to call the book um, Fighting Shadows in the Dark. Mm. That's, that's what it feels like when you're, you're battling a trauma because you can't see it, and we haven't known how to access it, known, haven't known how to deal with it. So, yeah, it can be incredibly frustrating feeling like the world is against us, feeling like uh, we're fighting an uphill battle. And in a sense, you know, we, we are, we're fighting against ourselves and, and not even knowing it, not even right. knowing that it's happening inside of us. So that's what I try to do with my book is to help you to understand how they work, for one thing, and mm-hmm. through that, in the understanding how they work, help them to be able to do their work, to make that inner connection in a, uh, first of all, to show them, tell them they can make a connection, they can heal this part for good, not just as a coping mechanism or, or you know, say a, something to uh, compensate, but you can bring it to full resolution. So, yeah, it's about understanding how you work, uh, being able to go inside in a safe and gentle and truly effective manner and, and learning that right. you truly are creating your life. And, and that can seem like a pretty bitter pill to swallow. Right, you know, yes. Somebody that went through something like you went through, like, no, I didn't do that. Right. Um, but when we understand uh, how we work and we actually get to experience how powerful we are, we will see that we are creating our lives from the inside out. And what is going on inside of us at the level of the nervous system is what is getting outpictured and what we are experiencing as our reality in this world. And it wow. can seem very, very harsh mm-hmm. to, to, to say that. And I want to be clear that it's not about blame. Um, in understanding how trauma works, you, you understand that there's something cycling within you you know, unprocessed, something trying to be processed in your nervous system. So True. it's not about blame. It's just about not understanding that this, this thing, this experience, this negative, erroneous, limiting belief is cycling within you and creating the havoc in your life. Right, so and that is blame. so true. Yeah, it's about rec- being able to reclaim your powers. So, But, uh, yeah, understanding is the first step for sure. And can you repeat the name of that book again? Uh, reclaim your power to create your best life. And it okay. introduces the neurotrauma healing process. NTHP well, and go ahead. Yeah, I'm familiar with that one, but you were talking about the book of Shadows of Darkness, I think it was. Oh, no, no. I was just saying that I, w- I was going to name the book that. Oh, seemed, okay. It just okay. seemed a little too, too negative. So, but, but, you know, to explain trauma, Anybody who's experienced trauma, it's like being on this treadmill you can't get off. And, and uh, I, was, I was just saying that something like fighting shadows in the dark is a pretty good description of that. You're fighting something you can't see, and, and uh, it doesn't make sense, not logical, and uh, incredibly frustrating, as you experienced. Right, absolutely. So, Dane, where did you grow up, and what inspired you to become who you are today as a servant 
of Niuro Healy. Yeah, it's Nero. And Nero, it simply means Nero! Brain. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, the, the brain. That's the, the foundation of the work is a, a left great brain process. And okay. I grew up in the interior of British Columbia in Canada. And uh, actually, in, in, one, you know, in some areas, I'm very fortunate. My uh, father, uh, just a little bit of back history on that, my father's father was a pretty gruff man from, from a Ukrainian background, and, and uh, he didn't like sports, so he wouldn't let my father play sports. So my father did the only obvious thing when he grew up is he bought us and created a sports shop. <laughs> so, so we were uh, the recipients of, of a sports shop and uh, always you know, had lots of uh, activity and sports in our life. So we're very fortunate that way. Um, so, but my parents did work a lot. And I had, and the incident, the, uh, I'll, I'll just say it because it's not uncommon anymore, sexual abuse incident from a, a neighbor, an mm. older neighbor boy. And uh, that was kind of, you know, I could say that's the start, but I blocked it out for you know, probably 16 years, not, you know, thinking that I just forgot about when I, when I woke to it, but uh, blocking it out because it was too painful. And, uh, yeah, so I grew up in the interior of British Columbia and uh, lived down in Vancouver for probably 20 years in, in B.C. And I was mm-hmm. down in California for about seven and a half years. And I've been back here for about nine years now, I suppose, something like that. And back uh, in British, British Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have visited um, Quebec, Canada some years Quebec. ago. Uh, Quebec, yes. Yeah, and yeah. I, I tell you, I didn't want to come home. <laughs> I didn't. It, I really enjoyed myself, and it was um, totally different. The atmosphere and and the people I met were totally different. So I really enjoyed um, Quebec. Was, really yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, heritage there. That's a very old city, huh? Yeah, it is. You yeah, know, yeah. and to see the way that the shops were um, built. Um, underneath the ground somewhat oh, yeah, and some yeah, of the yeah. houses that were stores and everything so I thought that right. was unique I was like wow <laughs> and, right. and right. I, I purchased right. my first fur there my first oh is that right I thought I was somebody where are you at right now <laughs> <laughs> yes so reading your bio I was interested in what you just spoke about your book reclaim your power can you, I know you explained a little bit, but can you explain a little bit more about the book and how you have designed the book to help others? Yeah, yeah. And it introduces the neurotrauma healing process and the foundation of that work is a left-right brain process, which really is not new. Uh, it's just never been developed. And what happened with me is I had a therapist try to force the tra- trauma out of me. Actually, that childhood trauma that I, I spoke about previously Mm-hmm. Um, I, in my adult life, it, it came to a point where I kept sabotaging, destroying my relationships uh, very prematurely and would, would seek intimacy elsewhere. And it became such a pattern. I went, hey, like, there's something going on here. And I'm the common denominator. So, you know, there must be something going on with me. And, and have I dealt with this, this childhood abuse issue? So I went to a therapist and I knew nothing of trauma at that time. And, you know, a little bit about energy, but not, not that much. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a number of sessions, and she wasn't cheap, a number of sessions she asked if I'd like to force the trauma out. And once again, having no 
knowledge and, and understanding of trauma, I said, okay. And she uh, talked about it as, you know, going for a home run. And I said, okay, great, and, and not knowing what I was saying yes to. And that completely messed me up. Um, a number of sessions later, uh, she called it an energy circ, which is the energy stuck looping in the nervous system, broke. And she had me twisted in some different different positions on the table and tell me to go there, go there. And I still remember very vividly, even to this day, that when I got off the table, I was scared. I had jittery platelets, like I'd been plugged into a 220-volt outlet, and I was just electric. And, and uh, I assumed this would pass. It was just a you know, crazy energy passing through me or whatever, mm-hmm. but it did not. And I, this, this energy kept revving inside of me. I mean, you know, my nervous system felt like it was unhinged. Right. And, uh, you know, the inside being the creator of the outside, I, my whole world started to crumble around me. And I, I kept seeing her, for, and, but nothing changed after that. And after 18 months, I was broke, and I had lost clients and contracts and the sale of the business, and, and uh, I was just in a complete free fall, free fall trying to figure out, you know, how to get my life back. And she quit seeing me because I ran out of money, but also, uh, I think, because she didn't know how to fix what she'd done, and I was out of control. So, so that's what set me on the path to, to find out what the heck happened to me, how to get my life back. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took me five years to find somebody who could explain what happened to me. Isn't that Ironically, something? Yeah, ironically enough, because she had the same thing happen to her. She had a, a healer try to force the trauma out of her and messed her up, and now she's a trauma specialist, so... Apparently, that's how we're created, is we have to go through the, the initiation, I suppose. But uh, anyway, so uh, with Hazel, she was great, and it gave me great hope because I saw somebody who experienced what I experienced and was doing well, and she was now you know, helping other people. But I didn't get the, the healing that I was looking for at that point. It wasn't until I stumbled upon John Bradshaw's work and the left right brain process mm-hmm. that uh, I made a connection to this scared, you know, fearful part within me. And it was a great moment of, of uh, you know, I, was, I knew I'd made this connection to this scared part, so I was very excited about it. And I tried to make this part feel safe and, and tried to bring this part back into the present moment and, and not have it being that fearful place. And I could not. It was like an eight-month fight with myself. So yeah. it wasn't, I, then I started to look for uh, somebody who would do this work for me because I knew I made the connection. And I phoned therapists and counselors and I scoured the internet and, and nobody did it and nobody would do it. I tried to talk people into it and nobody would do it. So uh, it, it was really another very ironic moment when I found Mary Hoffman, who was literally across the street from me, who had done this work and was willing to work with me. And I worked with her for only two months. And in that time, I, I gained what I, I now call traction, and that is a consistently healthy and positive relationship, connection and relationship to the life within me. And, uh, you know, after working with her for two months, I took the work over on my own, and this process quite simply just flowed out of me. I, I feel like I can't take any credit for it at all. It just flowed out of me, and that's what I teach today, and, and it is you can get full relief, and that's all I was looking for was relief from this fight-or-flight uh, syndrome, and it traveled way further than I had any idea it would, and, and 
uh, like you mentioned, it opens up to higher consciousness. So right. the peace and the wisdom is amazing that you'll get from this, yeah. Right. Dane, it is interesting when you connect with people who have similar interests as I. I am girl empowerment. I believe that when you have behavioral problems, having the right resources, you can overcome and heal from the unwanted behavioral issues to help break the stigma associated with chronic conditions, anxiety and depression. Can you explain an example regarding your experience of helping someone who were journeying down the same road, which I call darkness? Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we don't, you know, what happens with trauma is it keeps looping inside of you, looping inside of you, looping inside of you. Therefore, once again, the inside being the creator of the outside, you, it will create a negative pattern, a chronic condition in your life somehow. Right. And as I've continued to do this, to do this work, uh, I'm seeing that maybe that is set up perfectly. I'm sure somebody wants to punch me to, as they hear that <laughs> right now. But it's, it, as long as we keep going outside of ourselves to heal ourselves, so whether right. it be for somebody else healing us, whether it be for something that's going to make us better or some, or even if we try to act outwardly different in, you know, in, in our behavior, uh, or if we take some medication, it, it's not healing. None of that is going to heal it. And until we go inside and connect with that inner life, it's going to keep happening. So maybe, just maybe, that's how the game has been set up to get us to go inside because that is a segue to our, to our higher consciousness. And as Dr. Bradshaw says, the wounded child becomes the wonder child. And when you heal this part, when you stop those tapes from cycling in your nervous system, when you still them and stop them, what happens is space opens up inside of you. That space that opens up is peace. And that peace, that space is filled with our nature, that higher consciousness which is powerful, which is peaceful, which is abundant, which is creative, which is healthy. Mm-hmm. They, these things are our nature. We don't have to work with, at them. These are, that's our, our hard wiring. We just have to deal with and heal these beliefs and separation that are these traumas that have split off that are keeping us from our very nature. When we do this work, it's what happens naturally and automatically. So I I speak to the people that are dealing with these these issues going down this dark road that embrace it. There is great light at the end of this tunnel. And maybe, just maybe, this is the universe trying to get your attention. Trying to get you to go (laughs) inside. Yeah. 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 So, okay. And we have lots of examples. I don't know if you want uh, specific examples or. Well, we're going to discuss further, but right now we're going to take a break and we will be right back.
Greetings and welcome back to BBS Radio, All Road 65 Max Radio with your host, Pamela L. Henderson, and my special guest, Mr. Dane Stevens. I want to take this time out and congratulate Mr. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, who has made history and the American people who put in the hard work through this crisis of dealing with COVID-19 to all the government leaders, pastors, bishops, and Black Lives Matter organization who were determined to establish the presidents towards change. This is a time of celebration and healing for us all. On behalf of my foundation who believes in diversity, I wish everyone an amazing 21 from a true sapphire. Dane? You still with me? You also have a written book, Art of Meditation. I understand the purpose of reaching a heightened level of spiritual awareness. Can you elaborate further? So the Art of Meditation is a, it is a meditation. It's actually a, well, it used to be a CD. Now it's a download. (laughs) Oh, okay. And yeah, it guides people through their body. Uh, connects them to their body. It's, it's very much a, a body, mind, and spirit, as you cannot separate them. And will it, it will help you to uh, lower your anxiety levels. And it's very effective. So especially in this time with what people have been going through, uh, you know, it's a it's a free download on my website. If they want to go to the resources page, free resources page of DaneStevensOnline.com, they can download that for free. And they can go through the um, the art of meditation practice and, and uh, really get to connect with their body and slow down their mind and become more present in this moment. Wow. I'm going to have to check that out again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. What do you consider to be the top three strengths to get your life back on track? The top three strengths to get your life back on track. Mm-hmm. So the first one is, I'll say, acceptance slash awareness. And with the awareness becomes accepting yourself. So being aware of the places in your life that seem to be out of alignment. And when I say acceptance, it doesn't mean just accept them, mm-hmm. but accept yourself you know, in, in relation to them. So you're not judging yourself or beating yourself up or making yourself guilty or bad or wrong. There is no value in that. Right. So, you know, the awareness of the areas you're out of alignment, uh, I guess you could call second one, acceptance, self-acceptance, and being fully where you're at because that is exactly where you need to be is wherever you are right now. And the third one is to to go inside and to do your inner work. And I, I really, you know, don't believe we can skip our inner work. We, we've had, you know, certain people have had, you know, major experiences in their life that their lives have changed overnight, and all of a sudden their thinking mind just stops, like Eckhart Tolle, for example. His mind just stopped. Most people can't do that, and you can't induce that. So to do the inner work, really, for, you know, almost all of us, is not an option. And the doing the inner work isn't just about doing the inner work. It, it's, it leads you to great empowerment and great freedom. So I would say those three things, be aware of where things aren't feeling good and right in your life. Be aware of what is out of alignment or any chronic conditions 
negative behaviors, unwanted behaviors, be aware of them. Second step, acceptance. Accept yourself in this situation. And even the feeling, don't judge the feeling, accept the feeling. And you could actually go to come to the point of saying, thank you for showing me what's going on inside of me. And step number three, go inside and learn how to feed yourself. Learn how to give yourself what you need. And a lot of times, when dealing with trauma, it's giving yourself what you didn't get at that time. And when you do learn that you can go inside, when you do learn that you can you know, create a relationship with this inner life and give yourself what you need, do you have any idea of the power behind that reality, behind that, that discovery? You get to discover that you are the power in your life. You can discover that you are source in form. So it's, uh, once again, these, these places where we, we feel out of alignment, these, you know, when we're traveling down that dark path, that's the, the, the segue. That is where the opening is. So accept and go into that and know that there is great light, that you are not alone and there is great light at the end of that tunnel. Wow. That is so true. That's taking responsibility to go inside and do your inner work. And that is so true. When I was feeling so bad about myself and, you know, some of the obstacles and mistakes that I had made, I just, I just couldn't hop over that broom there. And it was just so hard for me. And I'm such a perfectionist at some of the things I do. I come to find myself beating myself up more and more and more because I wasn't letting go well, and, you know, a lot, so many people really want to heal and, and would be willing yeah. to do that inner work. They just don't know how. How, yeah. I and there's, there, there's lots of coping skills out there and lots of, of, you know, things that are techniques to try and overcome or compensate for. And unfortunately, there's lots of drugs out there that are going to try and sell you too. No, but no drugs. <laughs> don't do those. That just blocks the, for you from yes. feeling what's going on. So that's what I want to do with this book is, is show people how they can do their inner work, how, how the inner work is done, and how it doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't have to take that long. And, and as I say that, I want to be clear that I'm not selling this as a quick fix. It's not a quick fix. Right. It's a relationship. So with any relationship, it takes time and it takes effort. So, but with the book, it, it shows you how you can make that inner connection and how you can learn how to feed yourself how to give yourself what you need, and therefore not have these negative patterns, these unwanted behaviors, these addictions running and ruining your life anymore. Wow, that is true. Dane, you now teach individuals who want to become a certified NTH facilitator. Explain how can I attain the resources. I am passionate about helping girls overcome trauma through my foundation, especially girls who have behavioral problems. And it's uh, <coughs> excuse me. It's really clear and obvious in regards to getting trained. Mm-hmm. We have to do our work. Okay. And so, so getting trained to do this work is not just a, a do so many hours and you're trained. When you become healed and whole, and you will know, mm-hmm. then you can help other people with this work. But but not before. So we've had people come to us for a job, and it's like mm, this is probably not the place for you. And, and you know, that being said, it, it could be. 
but this work tends to choose who you know who, who does this work and when we do our work fully when we come to a place of inner peace and wholeness within us that's when we can pass that on it's kind of the old saying you can't give what you don't have so to do the to become trained as a facilitator and we want more people trained in this we need more people trained in this to to so we can get you know help the people that that want and need this so and also especially men we need more men trained in this so uh they can just contact us and first of all it's just doing your work and uh, you start on your path doing your work and the work automatically just you know leads into the training we have a full training program of course but as you you know do your inner work and as you heal you learn the process you learn how your subconscious mind works you learn how to navigate the maze of the subconscious mind and you learn how to feed the soul how to give your people how you can give yourself what you need to not just only become healed but to become fully empowered, fully self-expressed in your life. And Absolutely. that's what naturally happens. And you learn how to feed the different aspects of your being. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you become your source. And you're no longer looking outside of yourself for your success, your achievement, your love, your money, any of that stuff. Absolutely. The Absolutely. inside creates the outside. It's, it's inside of you. So uh, once you know that and, and uh, have become whole through this work, then we move into the healing aspect, or that sorry, the the certification aspect. I do agree uh, uh, with that because when I do teach um, my mentees, my girls that I mentor, is because because they come with one some trauma. If it's family, personal issues, or issues at school, or certain things that have happened to them, which is trauma. Sometimes I had uh, well. One time I had a young uh, girl whom had experienced some trauma, but the way that she was told to get over the trauma was to, you know, by taking, you know, some pills, medication. I don't believe in that so much. I'm not saying that it doesn't work for some people who may need it, but I think most of the time, you just need the resources and someone to help you believe in yourself all over again. And I guess from my experience of going through trauma, I have learned how to do certain things like uh, meditating, doing yoga, um, exercising, and doing yeah. things like that. And that's what I have helped my girls to do. And when it comes to going to school and certain things that they, you know, have to deal with, you know, everyday life, it's just understanding to accept the things that you no longer want to accept and just mm-hmm. move forward and believe that it's going to be okay. Because, you know, sometimes peer pressure can become totally overwhelming and yeah. What you see someone else do on the outside, you may think that's what you need to do to fit in. However, I lead by example because I lead by what Pamela feels who I am. Like, you you will hear me. You you can hear me all the time. I am a true sapphire. When I am on my social media, I call myself a sapphire. What makes me a sapphire is because the obstacles and challenges that I have gone through and I have overcame. I believe that I am one of God's gifts. So now my time and 
my experience is going to allow me to share with others so they can help go and move forward through social growth. So, right. th- yeah. Cool. That is- and, and, you know, like you say, <coughs> excuse me, um, you know, you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who hasn't experienced what is, what is considered trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we all have stuff looping in our nervous system. And, and just to touch a little bit more on trauma, we, there's the big T traumas. The big T traumas are when you know that you have been traumatized. You've been in some kind of a car crash or a plane crash or you, you know, went and experienced war or you know, had some major dis-ease or you know, something where you know that you've been traumatized or you were abused in some very big physical, emotional way and you know it. The other one is a little T-trauma, and those ones you might not identify as being trauma. Something like neglect, um, yeah, growing yeah. up with a high-functioning alcoholic, having someone close to you pass, even from natural causes. If, if you couldn't handle that, maybe you're young and your undeveloped mind couldn't understand that, or even if you're older and that person was very significant in your life and wasn't replaced, it changes. We alter our behavior. Our natural energy expression gets altered in some way, and that ends up being a trauma. We don't understand it. We try to figure it out, and we can't. So the brain's MO is survival, so it pushes it out of the way. And is it gone? Is that of the way? No, it's not. It's still looping in your nervous system, unprocessed, uh, oh, picturing itself somewhere in your life as an unwanted behavior. So, and wow. you know, you, you talked about you know meditation and yoga and exercise. Those are huge keys. I, I don't believe they're an option to a healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. and they are. They will help us to cope and deal with. And what I want is to show is to help people to bring those, those traumas to full resolution. And when I say full resolution, I mean not to have to keep dealing with them, not to have to keep coping with them. I don't mean stop yoga and stop exercise, don't ever, or meditation, don't stop any of that, keep doing that. But in as long as we have to keep dealing with these issues looping inside of us, it's like being on high alert. And in that, it almost keeps us in this, this fight-or-flight place, which is not a fun place to be in life. You never get to relax. So yeah, with this, the book, Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life, I want to help people to bring their issue to resolution so they don't have to keep dealing with it so they can relax and love their life and be with life. Wow. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Would love to, to share it with your girls. Yes. Yes. Mental health counselors provide emotional counseling and gui- <clears throat> excuse me, and guidance to individuals suffering from mental disorders. My focus through my foundation is stipulated to have a group focused meeting as part of their scheduled program because I believe when you are open to discuss the behavioral habits that are inflicted, you are able to recognize and take responsibility. Would your program help others and how would someone know which we did talk a little bit about this a little earlier, but I'm going to uh, re, you know, ask that again. How would someone know when they are healing? Like with me, from the trauma, it was like one day I just woke up because I normally run like a mile, um, and I do my yoga and everything. But I had said to myself, okay, Pamela, enough is enough. 
<laughs> so that feeling of regret or that feeling of feeling bad for myself, it just left. Hmm. And you weren't the lucky one. Yeah, <laughs> it left. So and I was like, that's what I'm talking about, God. Let them know. I am your sapphire. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, can you touch a little bit more about that, too, please? Because I'm very interested so, in that. Yeah. And, and first of all, you know, it's great that you're meeting with girls and they're speaking. That is the first thing, and that creates a level of safety. And that is, you know, safety is, is the foundation of the work and trust. So, And that's what uh, you're doing with your groups. You're creating a level of trust, and that right. level of trust is felt. When we do the inner work, the foundation of it is, you know, we, we access the subconscious mind through inner compassionate connection. And in that, we gain enough trust where it can unfreeze. So how do you know when you're making gains on, on the trauma? Uh, first of all, by feeling safer. Mm-hmm. You will feel more relaxed. You will feel safer on a consistent basis. And the, in, with trauma, it is something stuck in your nervous system unprocessed. It is circulating, cycling between your left and right brain through the formless fantasy, color, imagination side, the senses side, to the left brain side, which is understanding, making sense of filing side. It is cycling between those two, try, those two trying to be processed unsuccessfully. So when you do process that, you will feel much uh, a sense of ease, a sense of peace, a sense of relief. And your life will become softer and easier. And the negative patterns, when you deal with a trauma, the negative pattern quite simply ceases to keep happening in your life. Because when something that's been looping in your nervous system, you have unfrozen that and brought it into this present moment where it's not happening anymore, there's nothing to be triggered inside of you. That event is no longer available, no longer there to outpicture itself as a unwanted behavior, chronic condition, addiction in your life. And you wow. can bring it to full resolution. So, okay. yeah, the, the results are significant. And wow. you will know. And, you know, when we work with people one-on-one, the first session, all we want in the first session is for them to make the connection mm-hmm. and to know that it's real. And it's one of those things you will know. And I can talk till I'm blue in the face to try and convince somebody that <laughs> this is real. And it will mean nothing. It will just seem like a theory. But okay. when you make that connection, you know. When you feel that peace, that surpasses all understanding, mm-hmm. you just know. Okay. Well, we are going <laughs> to take a break, and we will be right
Greetings and welcome back to BBS Radio, All Road 65 Max Radio with your host, Pamela L. Henderson, and my special guest, Mr. Dane Stevens. I want to take this time and acknowledge women empowerment. A record number of women, including a record number of women of color, could be elected to Congress on Tuesday. And what would represent a further step towards the U.S. government that represents the makeup of the nation. And unprecedented 318 women are running as Democrat or Republican candidates for the 470 seats available across the House of Representatives and the Senate. Up from a previous record of 257 set in 2018. Of those candidates, 117 are women of color building on the midterm elections of two years ago, which saw high-profile women such as Alexandria Cortez in New York in Ilan Omar in Minnesota elected. Per the CDC, who states mental disorders among children are described as serious changes in the way children typically learn, behave, or handle their emotions. Dane, what is your input? And do you think that neurotrauma healing can help children, young adults, or everyone to abate the cause of distress and problems getting them through the day? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, sorry, if I can just comment on what you were just speaking about, that is just so fantastic, huh? Mm-hmm. You, like you say, it is, it's, it's been uh, a really challenging time for a lot of people, and it almost felt like we were going down that dark road. Yes. And uh, yes. Uh, I, it, it's, it's so great. And I just want to say that as the microcosm, so the macrocosm, this has been a real opportunity for us to see what's important for sure. Mm-hmm. And to see where inside of each one of us, we feel that separation. And, and you know, it might come out as fear, it might come out as anger, it might come out as, as frustration. But, you know, for us to really look inside of ourselves and, and come back to wholeness, which I was what I see is a, you know, a potential happening in the U.S. right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yes. Exciting times. And just to, to, to you know, move from that, yes, mental health is a huge issue in the world today. And I don't think any of us have not been affected by our inability to properly, pro- to properly deal with mental health issues in our society today. Right. We've had some just horrific things happen over the last few years. Absolutely. And men- yeah, mental health is the very foundation of that, and it's affecting us as a society. And yes, it's affecting our children. So, to bring this work forward, the near trauma healing process work forward, is to educate people on how they work, on their power, and you know, to empower people because we, unfortunately, teen suicide is rampant in North America, and that is just such a, a horrible thought. And it's, once again, the, the base of that is mental health issues and right. these people not having the resources and not understanding what's happening Absolutely. with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so to, to introduce, you know, this work to, uh, to kids, absolutely. And they're closer to source. They're closer to their nature anyway. So for kids, they're already open. And, uh, you know, to be able to feel free enough 
and safe enough to express themselves, I think, is really the key, and to be accepted. And the two words that really came up for me lately, you know, with what's been going on, you know, in the world and, and in, in the U.S., and even, even more specifically, is acceptance and understanding. So if we can, you know, teach that to our kids, acceptance and understanding, you know, those two things create a conversation, create a relationship. And, you know, in that, you know, wanting, you know, accepting yourself and, and ultimately accepting others and um, looking to understand ourselves and looking to understand others, that is what will create a very healthy relationship inside of us first, and then we can have experience healthy relationships outside of us and wow. connection outside of us. Yeah. So it's all part and parcel. Mm. It's all connected. It's all related. And yeah, mental health and understanding how we work, which is the foundation of, of being healthy mentally, is key, is important at this time. So what is your greatest strength as a coach? Um. It's interesting because I, I, I coached for probably 15 plus years before I discovered this process. And, and now I, I, I say I don't coach. So I, 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 I have to say there's a, there's a little bit of information, but when we facilitate this work, we don't give you any information. We stay out of the way. We let the process guide us. And I, I believe that's a real strength in, you know, holding the space not coming from a place of trying to do something or even teach something, but allowing things to come forth. And so I, I guess in teaching that and in holding the space for people, not telling them anything, not you know, trying to, to teach my opinion or you know, telling somebody how to be or how to do something, but holding the space open and knowing that they have the wisdom that is specific for them. They have the answer for them. So I guess my strength is not knowing how to heal somebody, but knowing that they do know what they need and they know how to heal themselves. Okay. And what areas of clinical work you enjoy the most? Um, This work travels a long ways. We go right from potentially deep-seated trauma, and if a person wants to continue, it goes right into full-on empowerment and what I'll call spiritual liberation. If this work had a destination, it would be this present moment, because okay. this present moment is the only place your power ever always is. So it's kind of, it sounds contradictory because we're dealing with the subconscious mind and the thoughts looping in the ner- nervous system, right. but as we heal them, as we slow them down, as we stop them, it creates space in us, which allows us to be in this present moment, in our power. So I really love the process of it and, um, you know, watching a person come alive and let themselves out is just fascinating and wonderful, and I, I love that. Oh, so, that is beautiful. Uh, do you have, you, so you do have experience offering services to inpatient group, family, individuals? Yeah, yeah. We work with people one-on-one, and I do, you know, online groups. Um, the next one starts in, in uh, the new year. But, uh, yeah, we, we work with people online. We've been working with people online for years. So, uh, you know, fortunately for us, even with the pandemic, it hasn't changed that much because we have clients from all over the world. So we've had to work online. So uh, we work with people one-on-one online. Uh, we do group stuff as well. 
uh, couples, but if two people do this work, the results are phenomenal because you get to rise above the level of ego and work from a place of what I'll call truth. So, uh, yeah. And how can other organizations and people seek your help or assistance? Also, how can someone get in touch with you personally? Yes, just get in touch with us, info at anextraordinarylife.ca, anextraordinarylife.ca, and and get a hold of us. And we'd be more than happy to help you out however you need, however we can. And, yeah, whether you're an individual who, if you have questions, let let us know. If you want to do sessions, by all means, get a hold of us. And I have two websites. One is danestevensonline.com. And that has, you know, information, uh, almost more general information. And then we have anextraordinarylife.ca, which that is more about the neurotrauma healing process. I guess the danestevensonline.com is, is more into the empowerment aspect, I guess. And the extraordinary life is, is more about the neurotrauma healing process. So. Well, tell me a little bit. Give me. I'm going to give you two minutes to let me know about the Extraordinary Life Living magazine. Tell me a little bit about yeah. that. Yeah, that's our, our, our newsletter. And in that, uh, we call it Living Magazine because we do uh, anything from interviews with people to um, I give my own video, video, short video uh, tip of the weeks and so on. And, uh, you know, other people who have done this work speaking. So it's very much a, a living magazine. And you'll see that on uh, danestevensonline.com. You can go there to to see the Living Life magazine and just sign up, and we can. It has tips for you every time for every newsletter, mm-hmm. and uh, there's the free resources page there too. So with the Living Life magazine, you can um, experience everything from the NTHP up to the SRC, which is the Soul Recognition Process. Okay. And I'll just just explain that the neurotrauma healing process is the healing aspect of the work, but mm-hmm. the healing aspect of the work. Um, transforms or should we say um, transmutes it goes into the empowerment aspect naturally and automatically as this space opens up in you and that's where the soul recognition process or SRC that's the empowerment aspect of the work that naturally and automatically happens which allows you to become fully self-expressed and and really fully let yourself out so that's uh, and you'll see that on the Dean Stevens online site as well so Great, great. Well, it was really a pleasure having you on my show. I thank you so much, and don't let it be your last time, of course. Yeah, well, I I have, (laughs) there's this book, Dane Stevens, or sorry, not this, uh, Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life, which is Mm -hmm. on uh, Amazon, you can get that. And the next book coming out next year, in 2021, Uh is Unleash Your Genius, which is the soul recognition work. So I will come back for that. Yes. My name is Pamela L. Henderson, founder, president of All Roads Lead 65 Max Foundation. I hope you will join me on this journey. Get involved by donating or become a sponsor, volunteer. You can contact me through the website at allroads65max.org. Subscribe and join me on my patreon.com, All Roads 65, on or here, BBS Radio, All Roads 65 Max Radio, and follow me. On Instagram, Pamela H. Inspires Jewels. I am going to leave you with the quote of the day. A big part of our growth lies 
in our ability to receive. How good can you stand it? The one and only Dane Stevens. Until next time, listeners, do have a wonderful day and congratulations to everyone who has helped make history towards change 2021. Congratulations to the Black Congressional Caucus. I am your host, Pamela L. Henderson, here on BBS Radio, All Road 65 Max Radio. Cheers, everyone. Thank you for listening to All Road 65 Max Radio with Pamela Henderson. Join us every other week on Tuesdays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on BBS Radio Station One. And please visit allroads65max.org and become a volunteer or sponsor and be the change you want to see in this world. With your help, we can make a difference in our society and uplift those who so desperately need our help. Thank you for tuning in. 